What time is it? What time is it? There's no time like island time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine on island time. And you'll be living on island time. Caribbean breezes blow through my mind. With sand meets sea, that's where you'll find me. Oh, just living on island time. I'm living on. It's official, folks. We have made it 21 years on the radio. Tonight is our 21st anniversary of the Island Time Radio Show. Do you believe it? Welcome to the show. This should be a fun one tonight. We've got a very special guest interview. Interviews, I should say. Tall Paul and Christy Bobell are going to join us from Nashville, Tennessee. Linda Robb's going to join us. And later on, we got Mark Woods. All kinds of fun stuff. We'll tell you all about it on Island Time tonight. Thanks for joining us for the party.
that's a cold winter day Feel the ocean breeze See the palm trees sway Sunrise on the water Makes it easy to see The women get harder Right here on the beach That's where I want to go The Gulf of old Mexico With a glass in my hand My feet in the sand Mucho gusto I'll count the waves on South Padre And flip flops, pretty women to meet, margaritas and bait shops, all the shrimp you can eat. I'll be on my own there, and I'll do just fine. I'll be drinking cold beer and sangria wine. That's where I want to go. Glass in my hand, my feet in the sand, mucho gusto. I'll count the waves on South Padre by the old Rio Grande. With a lime in my mouth, a song in my ear, lit the island way. With a lime in my mouth, a song in my ear, lit the island way.
How to span the boundless caverns that can bring you back to me. Right, we got some tall Paul music here on Island Time tonight, and I dug into the archives a little bit for that one, Paul, from the Can't Find My Way album. That is the title track. Yeah, looking for a year on this. Maybe he can tell me on that one. All right. And before that, we had J.D. Monson, a brand new artist to Island Time, brand new stuff, Castaway Island Way. And Jimmy Buffett started things off tonight with... Stars on the Water. DK, Dennis King on duty. It is the 21st anniversary show of Island Time. We always love the the anniversary show. It's always a lot of fun. And uh, we've got a special guest interview, like I say, Tall Paul and Christy Bobell from Nashville, Tennessee. They've got some new music that we're going to debut tonight. How fun is that? Let's find out what they've been up to through this uh, long, drawn-out COVID season that hopefully will be ending in 21. That's right. 82 degrees without a cloud in the sky because we are living on island time. Right, Linda Rob? Linda, are you with me? That, I am with you. Yes, 82 feels better than my 16 right now. That actually feels like 7 with the wind chill. Now, you had uh, 16 degrees. That's pretty cold. And you also got uh, 3 or 4 inches of snow, right? Yeah, we got uh, yeah 3 to 5 inches. And then tomorrow, well, tomorrow looking up, we got a high of 18 and a low of <laughs> negative 2. So... There you go. They're enjoying it down there in Nashville, I believe, that, that forecast. That's right. So, so Linda, what's going on outside of that? And uh, are we excited about the show tonight, or what's up? We are super excited. Congratulations, by the way. 21 years. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. I, I can't believe it myself. But here we are. <laughs> All right. We're going to go down to Nashville, Tennessee right now and bring on our very special guests tonight, Tall Paul and Christy Bobell. How you guys doing down there? We're great. How about you? Not too bad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Island Town. Hey, glad to be here. Hi, Linda. Tall Paul. I always mention it every single time I talk to him. He is from, or at least part of his youth, was in Parma. That's, That's right. right. I was born Ooh. there, man. Were you born in Parma, Paul? I was. Yep. Really? Okay. Now, I was, I was re- Broadview Elementary School. In Valley Forge High School, which was my high school. Yep, that's right. You were just a couple of years before me. And <laughs> just a couple of years. And uh, he, he remembers stuff like uh, the Ghoul and Gullardi and stuff like that. So we can talk about Cleveland. Yeah, Gullardi was part of my youth, man. <laughs> and whenever the Browns or the uh, Indians or the Cavs do something good, I, I, I hear a, a chime from Paul 
down in Tennessee on Facebook, so that's always a good thing. That's right. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm trying to get this straight now, because I, I was reading your website. You were born here, but you were raised in Virginia Beach, but then you went to high school here, so what did you do? You went to Virginia Beach for a while and then came back, or what happened there? No, I, I was there until um, until high school. I, I went to one year uh, at... Uh, I went to two years at uh, Valley Forge, and but I would spend my summers in Virginia Beach. Um, my mom was from there, and, and so I would I would spend all my summers there. So I got the great rock and roll influence of Cleveland and the beach attitude of Virginia Beach my whole life. Beautiful. There you go. Yeah. And uh, so you started to uh, play the college circuit uh, after seeing Doc and Merle Watson perform, right? At Appalachian yeah, I was a keyboard State. player. Yeah, like, like even up in Cleveland, I was I was in bands, and but I was the keyboard guy, you know, and, and uh, I would play in garage bands. And we played high schools and parties and stuff around in high school. And then um, when I saw Doc and Merle, I, I was like, man, I need to learn how to play guitar. So I kind of switched. Were you tall, Paul? Did you have the long hair and the whole look when you were here, or was that uh, later? No, it was just later. My <laughs> my dad was not a fan of the long hair, and uh, I, I distinctly remember the first time I pierced one of my ears. My dad just freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet they they didn't go for that long hair stuff back then. I remember that very well. <laughs> That's right. It took the uh, freedom of college to uh, get the hair long and all that cool stuff. So you were playing the college circuit in uh, North Carolina. Then you joined the Stony Creek band and they opened for Hall and Oates, Doobie Brothers and Jimmy Buffett. So the Buffett connection started early. Yeah, well actually I saw Jimmy my freshman year. He played a holiday inn. I guess the band had been playing at Carowinds, which was a a, a park, a, a theme park down in Charlotte. And it was kind of a routing gig. They they he played a, a solo show at, at like a holiday inn or something and we just sat on the floor Wow! And I, so I watched him then, and then a couple of years later, he played at, at Appalachian, um, which is where I went to college, and we got to open for him there. So you were hip to his music in the beginning, in the early days, before all the Margaritaville and everything. Yeah, it's funny. Even when I moved to Nashville, I was playing a college bar every Monday, and I would start every show with Come Monday for oh, yeah. 15 years. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, Linda wanted to ask about your influences. Go ahead, Linda. Yeah, Paul. So it looks like you have quite a variety of influences, such as the Beatles, Hendrix, the Doors, yes, James Taylor, Doc Watson, of course, Todd Rundgren, and John Hyatt. Um, then I noticed that uh, you were voted top rock vocalist in Nashville scenes reader poll alongside one of your influences and one of my favorite musicians. Yeah. John Hyatt. So uh, that was that was pretty cool. Now, why is he such an influence to you? And uh, have you met him? Did you get a chance to meet him or perform with him at all while you're in Nashville? I've never gotten to perform with him. I've I've, I've met him a couple times just in passing. But okay. I mean, as a songwriter, his ability to take any any topic and turn it into a to an amazing song. Um, there was a, a point at which he was working on a new record and he was playing every i think it was thursday at a, at a little small club here in nashville and for five bucks you could just go in and watch him 
he would talk about the new songs and, and, and yeah, as uh-huh. he was working on them. So we were kind of allowed a little bit into the process. It was really cool. Yeah, I bet. So I also noticed that um, you started playing in garage bands at the age of 11, and then Christy's yeah. been surrounded by music all her life, from um, church choir to marching band to college bars and onto the concert stage. So um, when and where did you two meet, and was it music that actually brought you together then? Yes, uh, I was... Uh I was a sophomore in college. I just moved to the University of Tennessee, and one of my friends said, you've got to go see this guy, Tall Paul, play. And so Mm -hmm. she took me out on a Monday, and we're there, and she says, hey, he lets people sing. And she goes over, and she says, hey, will you let my friend sing with you? And he looks over and sees me, and he says, yes. Now, he has no idea if I can sing. He has no idea if I'm sober. (laughs) But he said yes, and uh, we started singing together. And I'd be there every Monday night waiting for him to say, hey, Christy, come sing. Oh, wow. And um, we we were friends for a couple of years before we ever dated. So it was really cool because uh, we really knew each other. You know, I wasn't I wasn't trying oh, yeah. to be what he wanted me to be. I was just being me. So that's fantastic. Very cool. And that was over 30 years ago. <laughs> yep. Time flies wow. when you're having fun. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about uh, your library of music, uh, both of you guys. But uh, what, by the way, what year was that album, uh, Can't Find My Way? Uh, the same year that that um, article in the, in the scene came out. So it was 1995. 95. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. We're going to, uh, this is very exciting tonight. We're going to debut two new songs that you guys are just about to put out, right? Right. In fact, these songs aren't even mastered yet. This is a, a final mix, but there's still a little bit more technical stuff to be done to them. And as far as I know, this is the first time you've recorded as Tall Paul and Christy, right? Um, kind of. I, you know, like I produced her first record and sang on it, but, you know, as Tall Paul and Christy doing original songs, this is our first record. Now, is this uh, going to be a whole release with that being the, yeah. both of you on it? Yeah. Yeah. We've got 11 songs, and we wrote them all, recorded them during quarantine lockdown. Okay. You had the extra time. Tell us about about the two new songs. We're going to hear Island and Bottle of Whiskey. Uh, Well, Bottle of Whiskey, um, I had an idea one night, and I, I got the chorus going in my head, and then I was playing with my trio Girls Rule a couple months later, and said, hey, guys, listen to this chorus. Of course, Paul had already heard it. We had been working on it a little bit. And uh, so I sat down with Heather Vidal and Lindley Tolles, and we wrote the verses. And it's really cool because it comes from each of our experiences. And you don't know whose experience is what, but, you know, we pulled from our personal experiences. And then uh, I brought what we did back home, and Paul and I finished it up. And... uh, it's a pretty good song. And the Island song was just uh, kind of, you know, there's, I haven't, I haven't ever tried to just do an entire trop rock album, but I, but there's always, you know, trop rock songs um, kind of bouncing around. And that was one of my uh, attempts to just try and be as trop rock as Paul Paul can be. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, we're glad you finally did it. Let's check it out. This is Island and we're going to follow 
up with the other new one, Bottle of Whiskey. Tall Paul and Christy Bobel, thank you for being here. We'll talk uh, again here in a few minutes. state of mind, a warm Caribbean atmosphere, where the rum is dark, the water is clear, island, 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 I'm going to an island, 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 you've got to pack up all your dates. Turn and go the other way to island, island. It's already dark behind the wheel. Rows of red lights up ahead. All this sitting's much too real. Contradicts the breezes in my head. I think it's time to get this car in gear. Getting myself way out of here. To a place where there's not too much land. Just coconuts, lots of sand. Island, Ireland, 
Hey, this is DK. And Linda Robb, and you're listening to the longest-running Trop Rock radio show on the air. The Island Time Radio Show. Fins up, everybody.
All right, great couple of songs there. Beautiful vocals from Tall Paul and Christy. Our special guest tonight, we just heard Bottle of Whiskey and Island. Paul and Christy, sounding great. I love it. Thank you. Thanks. There you go. And uh, how I was looking at uh, your albums, Paul and Christy. You guys, now it just started innocently enough with just Tall Paul, and then Christy had an album, and then she had Girls of Rule. And then, let's see, we had the side project with Rama J Intercoastal with Steel Drums with Quincy Yates, right? Right. A couple albums from the with those guys. And then you had this yet another side band, which I can't remember the name now. They only had five songs. And Melanie was um, in Melanie Djembe was in the, in the uh, band. Right, we called that band the Hot Trio. The Hot Trio. I could not remember that today. Okay. <laughs> That's a real part-time thing. Yeah, you know, like all three of us um, have a band that we are in. Uh, Andy is probably becoming one of the preeminent new lead guitar players in the country. You know, and Melanie's always on tour okay. with Drop Dead Dangerous. And, um, you know, I'm playing solo and I'm playing with Christy and we're making music too. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, to find all of us together in the same town has been really hard lately. Oh, of course, especially right now, yeah. But how many? Uh, so, how many albums uh, do we have now here, Paul? All total. Oh gosh! But uh, eight, eight, nine? Eight, 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 nine. Yeah, somewhere okay. in there. Okay. Go ahead, Linda. She has a very unique question for you, Paul. Okay. I, I do have a unique question, but before that, there's people in the uh, Island Time Radio chat room that are asking who's playing the pans on your Island song. That is the illustrious and ever handsome John Petty. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the okay, percussion yeah. on that is played by the coral reefer, Eric Darkin. Okay. Wow. Eric is, uh, cool. Eric is one of the first call percussionists here in Nashville. In addition to being a coral reefer, you know, if uh, Taylor Swift yeah. needs percussion, Eric gets that call. And, uh, man, there's not a nicer guy in, in town here than him. Awesome. So, Paul, when I was reading your bio, I was thinking to myself, wow, he's multi-talented. Not only are you a musician, but you actually have your own font, which is in, like, your own text. So I'd like to hear right. how, how this all came about. Um, well, actually, it began with me loving my father's handwriting. And um, so at some point, I got him to give me individual letters in his handwriting and in the process of digitizing his handwriting I also did mine and um, one of the one of the font works one of the online font companies um, helped me to fi fine-tune the digitizing and they asked if they could offer it um, free of charge on the internet and I was like absolutely so um, you know you can download my font and use it and the cool sort of side effect of that is that people have emailed me from quite literally all over the world. You know, they said, well, we, we've used your font, and uh, there was a winery somewhere in the northeast, I mean, mm -hmm. northwest, that used wow. it. There's a bicycle company in Norway. I've wow. seen it on billboards. I've seen it on television ads. It's just really? crazy. It took a life of its own. I've never known a font creator before. 
crazy. Yeah, I know. I was telling DK, I'm like, he's got his own font. It's called Tall Paul. And he's like, what? In fact, it's even shown up on a few Trop Rock album covers. <laughs> oh, there we go. So yeah. is it a mix between your ra- your handwriting and your dad's? No, they're two separate or ones, it- but I started getting okay. interested to try and c- capture my dad's, and then I, I did mine separately later. Okay, awesome. I get it. So, Paul, uh, what led you to be in the in the whole trap rock community? Because you've been kind of part of this ever since I can remember. You play a lot of the events and so forth. Was it was it the connection with the Calypso Nuts, or how did it all happen? It was with Saint Somewhere. Saint um, Somewhere. Oh, that's they right. were they were still they were still a trio playing around Knoxville, and when they were um, when they were looking for they, they were writing songs, and Quincy reached out to me about writing with him so i started writing for the band and then when they made their first album um they they recorded some of the tracks here in nashville like uh fingers taylor was on the first saint somewhere album and i helped uh, organize the session here in nashville and played on the first actually i played on all their albums but it began with me just being on part of their studio and then what they would do is when they would do a really big show, um, they would ask Crawdaddy and I to go out and, and play the bigger shows. So like in 98, when they played Key West for Meeting of the Minds the first time, uh, Crawdaddy and I got to go to that. And we played a lot of their bigger shows for the first couple of years. Michael Crawley, Crawdaddy, beautiful. Yep. We got to yep. see you guys play together one time. That was a lot of fun. Uh, high energy stuff. The two of us were out of control. In fact, you have a live album called <laughs> Tall Daddy. We're going to play a cut from that. Oh, good. That's and I, good. I noticed that both uh, you and Christy have recorded um, NRBQ tunes. You must be big fans. Huge fans. Big huge fa- fans. I've, I've, I've got, it's funny, recently we've been going through all of my album and, and CD collection, and I've got far and away more recorded projects by NRBQ than any other band in my collection. Really? Okay. I love them, too. I, I just recently did some research and found their first album from the 60s, which was, was pretty oh, wild, nice. which is, a, they reissued right. it recently. Uh, pretty cool stuff. All right. Uh, Linda, I think, wants to talk about Girls Rule. Go ahead, Linda. DK, you just wanted to say girls, didn't you? I just to say girls so, rule. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Christy, you perform solo and as a duo, obviously, with Paul but also in the band called Girls Rule with Lindley Tolles and Heather Vidal. Uh, so I was telling DK, I'm like, I'm going to ask her about Girls Rule. And he was like, oh, I can say it if you want, because you have to pronounce it with like a Z. And I'm like, no, I think I can do it. <laughs> anyways, now with COVID, obviously a lot of the concerts have been put on hold, but um, does Girls Rule have uh, future plans to get together, like to perform still? Uh, so far, everything that we had on the books um, has indeed been delayed, but uh, I am sure that, yes, we, we will be making plans in the future to, to oh, get great. back together and do some, do some singing. Beautiful. I had, I had awesome. one chance to see them at uh, Meeting the Minds one year. I think when, the, when you guys first came out with that album, I got a chance to see you. But uh, looking forward to that. That sounds great. Wait. Was I singing, or was there a really tall guy, uh, girl? 
<laughs> I, I think you were singing. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, there was that one year that Paul uh, stood in for me for oh, that three songs. I do remember this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't remind me. Sorry. <laughs> There's pictures on the internet. You guys had a legendary gig there for years at the Green Parrot at Meeting of the Minds. Is there hope that'll come back one of these years? Yeah, we were, we were, you know, we had, we had talked about doing it last year until yeah. things got canceled. And, uh, you know, they, they are not doing full bands yet there. They are still doing uh, duos, solos, and the occasional trio. So we're just kind of playing it by ear at this point. Okay. Well, hopefully that'll happen, because that was the big deal. I think it was Thursday night, right? And you guys would have guest stars come up, and it was a lot of fun. All right, well, thank you guys, Christy and Tall Paul, of course, for uh, taking some time. Uh, tell us the website, where folks can get your music, etc. cetera. Um, we've got a Facebook page um, that will have access to the record when it's available. I will also have a band camp page for downloading the music. Uh, we did a, a crowdfunding thing where we pre-sold albums and CDs, and as soon as as soon as those get sent to the people that helped us finance the project, then it'll be available for download everywhere, and I will be posting it as much as I can. So for now, you can go to tallpaul.com and see the schedule and when things are coming out and all that. Sounds fantastic. I know you guys have been doing a weekly stream as well. What night is that? And it's on Facebook, right? That's on Facebook, and it's on my Facebook page, my personal page, the Paul yeah. Bobel page. Okay. Uh, it's at 7 o'clock Central every Tuesday night. Tuesday night. All right. So check that out, folks, while we're still in this uh, phase of life. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us uh, for the anniversary. This was a lot of fun. I'm going to play a few more of your, your tunes here from the Vast Library. That's right. Well, thank you very much, and Linda, good talking to you, and Dennis, always a pleasure. Happy anniversary, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, Christy, and Paul, fins up to you, and I hope to see you sometime this year. Me too. All right. Let's do a song from, uh, thank you, Linda, by the way. We're going to do a cut from the uh, Fast Beneath My Feet CD. This is Last Train to Kitty Hawk, Tall Paul, on Island Time Tonight. Like a ticket in your hand 
inside the sea there With a tin cup for a chalice Fill it up with good red wine And I'm chewing on a honeysuckle vine With a tin cup for a chalice Fill it up with good red wine And I'm chewing on a honeysuckle vine Comes to me now. 
to take you on a magic cruise To pull your heart and feel your groove I want to give you the right of way I want to see you every night and day Come on now, give me your magic touch Take me away on your velvet crush Let me see how your body moves To the rhythm of the steel drum groups Today, today, today I want to take you away Love it. Magic Cruise, Ramajay Intercoastal. That is from their latest album, uh, Jamboule. And uh, I love it. Tall Paul on lead vocal, Quincy Yates on the uh, steel drums. Before that, we had It Comes to Me Naturally. I, I call him Tall Daddy, but it's Tall Paul and uh, Craw Daddy together. 
And Linda Rob, thank God you're here because she uh, wanted me to correct this. The album isn't called Tall Daddy. <laughs> it is called Chalk It Up. Tall Paul and Craw Daddy together. It is a live album, though, and it's very it's a great album. Uh, 18 uh, songs on that one. Great live music. And we also had Tall Paul uh, doing a cover song of Jimmy Buffett, Tin Cup Chalice, and Last Train to Kitty Hawk from an album uh, Beneath My Feet from uh, several years ago. And it's all tonight on the Island Time Radio Show. I tell you what, with all of Paul's music and the side projects and so forth, we could probably go an hour and a half, two hours doing nothing but Tall Paul stuff tonight. Thanks to uh, Tall Paul and Christy for joining us tonight on the anniversary party. Helping you survive another winter on the North Coast, it's Island Time on WBWC Berea.
This is Lisa Michaels. And this is Trip from Super 8. And you're listening to Island Time Radio. With DK. Hey, did someone say Trop Rock? Best and with you 
baby, now where I want to be. Make it all in tomorrow in the blink of an eye. So let's take our chances, girl, on our love tonight. I've been in and I've been out. Thought I knew it all. Though I had my doubts and with you here and now. Where I want to be, been soaking wet, left high and dry. Spread my wings and taken flight and with you here and now. Where I wanna be, make it all in tomorrow, in the blink of an eye. So let's take our chances, girl. All of tonight, all of tonight. Too late for you forever, girl. You know I wait, cause with you here and now is where I wanna be. It could all end tomorrow in the blink of an eye. So let's take our chances, girl. I've been up and I've been down I've been lost never to be found and with you here and now is where I From Texas Way, our teacher buddies, The Detentions, that's right, from their self-titled album a couple years ago, Where I Want to Be, before The Detentions, we had in there two brand new trap rock songs from brand new artists to the show. How fun is this? Although I should take that back. Troy Powers, I believe we did play something by Troy a little while ago, but anyway, he's got a brand new one. It's called Tropical Ecstasy, and before that, we had Tristan Federick. 84 Old Ford from Tristan. Just got a couple new ones from him. Played one last week as well. All on tonight's special 21st anniversary edition of the Island Time Radio Show. I hope everybody's having a fun time. We're going to go get some drinks after this break with our buddy who has been doing Tiki Tender now, I think, for a decade at least here on Island Time. We got another edition of Tiki Tender with Mark Woods. Right after this, it is Island Time on the Sting. Now that the uh, show is legal, we, you know, now you're 21, we can start right. talking about drinking. Well, now we can start. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, for the uh, for the Buccaneers, we have a Pirates Punch, and uh, drink responsibly, of course. And this one, you're going to need uh, pineapple juice and orange juice, uh, spice rum, and uh, 
either silver rum or, or dark rum, whatever you prefer, a little bit of lemon juice and some simple syrup or sugar. And so basically you're going to just uh, pour this into a shaker with ice. You're going to pour an ounce each of the rums, uh, half an ounce each of the lemon juice and the simple syrup. If you don't have simple syrup, you can throw a sugar cube in there. Um, and then two ounces each of pineapple juice and orange juice. Give that a nice hearty shake. And if you have some bitters around, throw a little bitters in there, a couple shakes. That'll just calm your stomach and keep you from uh, getting too much uh, heartburn from all that juice. But uh, that's the Pirate's Punch. So you just pour that in whatever glass you like and throw a couple cherries in there if you're feeling fancy. Perfect. And uh, enjoy that if you're uh, cheering for the Buccaneers. Now, if you have if you have class and you decide you want to cheer for the for the Chiefs, <laughs> there we go. I have a I have a drink. It's, it's funny enough. This drink is actually um, you know the the pirate punch is is a pirate's punch. The Kansas City ice water is the drink I'm going to use for the Chiefs side, and this is a legitimate drink. This is something that that uh, people drink uh, in KC, and it's known as a drink from there. It's pretty simple. It's just, uh, you're just going to pour this in a glass with ice, uh, one ounce of gin, one ounce of vodka, uh, a little bit of lime juice, and then you're just going to top that with Sprite or 7-Up, and uh, that's Kansas City ice water. Really? So that's pretty simple, pretty simple, but very tasty. And a common drink in, in town. They, everybody uh, yeah. Has, has, yeah. knows about it. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so that's, our, that's our Kansas City ice water. So a couple of... Uh, 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 Super Bowl themed drinks for you. Love it, love it. So we got both teams covered, and uh, yeah. and uh, Mark's going to definitely have a. Par- You're going to have a party for this, or what? I haven't decided yet. Okay. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's pretty exciting that the that the Chiefs are back in it. So uh, I may have to. Uh, I may just uh, do a do a Zoom with my parents, and we'll sit yeah. there and scream at the TV together. Who knows? There you go. Two years in a row. Unbelievable. That's wild. <laughs> com is the website. Check out Mark's uh, recipes. Are you going to post that tonight? Yeah, I'll put that up. Uh, I'll put that up on the um, on the group here in a second. And uh, hey, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, you know, keep them coming. Everyone loves them. Fantastic. Surf ninety seven is uh, Flagler Beach Station that airs Island Time, and Mark is heard on there as well. Fins, mm-hmm. fins up to you, my friend. Thanks for checking in. Congrats again. Late happy birthday to you, and uh, good. I'll say good luck to the Chiefs. I really don't care who wins, so I'll say good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, take care, Mark. Bye-bye. Mark Woods, the Tiki Tender, right here on Island Time. We've got some brand-new music here from Percy Abel. He just came out with this one about a week ago, Life Looks Better with a Tan, on the special anniversary show tonight on Island Time.
Your trap rocking on Island Time, right here on WBWC The Sting. Tiki bar. If you were listening to the show last week, you might have heard us talking about the Puddin' Bay weekend. 
in Cary, Ohio, at the Cary Brewing Station. And I had just found out about it like five days before it was actually going to happen. We didn't have a whole lot of time to promote it, but we had Derek from the brewery on the show last week, and uh, we decided let's do a road trip. Let's drive out there to Cary, Ohio. I had no idea where Cary was, and I found out the hard way. I tell you what, it's like it's like a, like a two-hour drive from Cleveland and uh, kind of southeast of Toledo, but almost to Toledo. So it was a little bit of a jaunt, but uh, it was uh, I didn't realize there was so much countryside in Ohio, and I got to see it all. No, I'm just kidding, but uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great weekend. Pat Shepard rocked us out on Friday night, and then J.D. Owen on Saturday afternoon, and the Flying Jays, who you just heard there a moment ago, on Saturday night, the place was packed. It was uh, amazing. Icicles on the Tiki Bar with social distancing, by the way. We were paying attention to all the rules there, as usual. And uh, But it was a lot of fun. They they rocked the house out. Uh, the Flying Jays, awesome. Talk to Jameson Charles of the band. They are working on some new music. Hopefully, it will be coming out pretty soon here. Atlanta Rhythm Section Live. From the live album, I'm Not Gonna Let It Bother Me Tonight. And Percy Abel with a brand new one. Life looks better. In uh, let's see, life looks better with a tan. That's right. All on tonight's special anniversary show of Island Time. In the last couple of years, Lisa Michaels has uh, done a little interview with myself of in honor of the anniversary. So we thought, with Linda Rob being our new remote co-host, that we would uh, start it up again this year. <laughs> Yes, she does. <laughs> Linda Rob's with us. How are you doing over there in hey, Hudson, Wisconsin? Hey, thanks I'm for joining. Good. Thanks for joining the party here on the anniversary. That was funny. Uh, Catfish knows me well, and uh, yeah, I'll be stirring it up with you tonight. Yeah, I got the going at all. Mark Vesser, the catfish, who was on our show earlier yeah. this year with the Linda Rob stirring it up song. All right, you're going to interview me. Uh, let's let's let loose here. This should be fun. Well, wait a minute. Before we get into your deep dark secrets that make up Dennis <laughs> King, <laughs> let me start off by saying congratulations on 21 years on the air with your Island Time Radio show. Thank you very much, Lynn. I appreciate it. Here we go. And I know I came into the game a little late, but I'm glad you let me in. You know, enjoy and having all the fun with you and being part of your show and uh, thank you very much for that well jim asbell calls you the super fan and uh that couldn't be truer because i don't think i've met anybody who loves the music as much as you do i think you you might love it more than me that's amazing <laughs> i think i might yeah <laughs> so anyway let me say that though welcome to the to the uh club or whatever welcome to the show well, thank you it's been a fun year it really has yeah, it has been. So obviously you love being on the radio since you've been doing this for 21 years. So you shared with me that you've always had love for the radio. Oh. And no, while no. you're growing, right? I was, I'm not ready for, for that. Radio. I just remembered that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I have it. I have it's it. Have live it. radio. I have okay. it. Okay. I, I I, I, you promised you were going to bring it. I so brought it. I brought it. I brought it. growing up. 
Okay. While well, growing up, you told me that you did recordings where you pretended you were on the radio. Yes. And again, you promised me that you would bring one of these to share with your fans tonight. So I kept saying, DK, don't forget it. Don't forget it. I actually uh, started doing that when I had a reel-to-reel recorder as a little kid. So I was probably uh, like seven or eight the first time I did it. But wow. those recordings are uh, long gone, and uh, a lot of the ones that came shortly after are long gone. But I do have a lot of stuff from the 70s and the 80s, so I dug, I dug a demo tape out from 1978 in high school years. 78. How old were you then? Or? Uh, let's see. Or is 70, that a secret? 78. <laughs> I would have been 16. And I can't remember if I did this at the at the station or when I when I say the station, we took radio in high school. It was a three hour vocational class, and it was awesome. We went to you know we went, we had our classroom, but then we got to go in the studio and record and edit and all that stuff. That was the, back in the days when you would uh, edit tapes with razor blades and and tape. That's how you did an edit. That's safe. Yeah, oh yeah, real safe. And yeah. there's a razor blade. Yeah, we had a, always had razor blades around and, and lots of tape. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. It was so fun, you know, and uh, I had grown up, you know, wanting to do that. And so that was, that class really got me into the whole uh, the whole thing. So you want to hear the demo? Definitely want to hear the okay. demo. And so do your fans. This is about a minute and a half. And it's, uh, I think, it, I, I, I don't think this was a real commercial, but I did a fake commercial for a KTEL album at the time. So here we go. KTEL presents Spotlight, spotlighting the great hits of today's top artists. Listen to what you get. You get Chic. Andy Gibb. Jerry Rafferty. Paul Davis. A Taste of Honey. And Leif Garrett. Yes, here's the best hits from 1978, all on one great stereo record. You get Boston, Kansas, the Pointer Sisters, and even ABBA. So check out KTEL's great new album, Spotlight, today. Available now at these fine record stores. Uncle Pill's Record and Tape Department, KP Snodgrass, Gold Circle, Gray Discount Drug Store, Record Land, Record Theater Stores, and most Peaches and Records tapes. Okay, we got some music coming in here next from England Dan and John Fort Coley at Cleveland's FM, WZZP. All right, my apologies for the quality. That's a 40-year-old <laughs> cassette tape. <laughs> so there you go. I can't believe that was you. You had sent me some prior to that, and I... I I actually thought it was kind of a joke because I'm thinking this isn't him. This doesn't even sound like him. It's like, <laughs> and then you were like, "No, it's really." And I'm like, "No, it, that is that is not you. It's like your voice is." I mean, granted, you were 16, but still, it's like it's it's so much different now. It's so much lower and yeah, so, 40 years. It's hilarious. We'll but. do that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably will. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. There we go. All yeah, right. Good humor. Okay, so now 21 years later, uh, what do you feel has changed in trap rock from, like, now from when you first started doing your show? Well, there's a lot more of it, that's for sure. A lot more trap rock out there. Um, and the quality 
and I've said this before in other interviews, that quality uh, has vastly improved. Not to say that everything was garbage back 20 years ago, but the quality of the, <laughs> the music has really, really got leaps and bounds. Uh, some of the stuff that's coming out now is just fantastic. And uh, uh, like I say, you know, I used to have a hard time finding enough music for the show. Now, man, there's plenty of music. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So that's a lot changed. more, I bet. Yeah, so it makes it a little bit... Well, it makes it easier, but yet it makes it harder because now there's so much and you don't have enough time to play it all, right? We're not on 24 hours a day like some of these other trap rock stations, so, yeah, we have to pick and choose, and uh, sometimes, you know, it might be a couple weeks. We might go two, three shows without repeating anything, so, yeah, or maybe more than that. Yeah, so. probably more than that, maybe two, three months. Maybe, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Hey, we should figure that out sometime. How, take all the trap rock songs and then all the shows and figure out, like, how many we could play without repeating it ever. Well, sometimes you do want to repeat. Sometimes you do want to repeat. I know. Just for fun, though. Just for fun. We need to figure that out. And Linda's never heard. We did some trap rock oldies shows. We haven't done that for a while. Where we play like the early trap rock. We're we're gonna. We'll have to do that again. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, I'd love to hear that. So everyone, well, almost everyone knows your favorite band is the Beach Boys, and your favorite Beach Boy is Brian Wilson. So tell us why you love this band so much and why you love Brian so much. Uh, Well, it's uh, trying to make that a short answer. I just was drawn to the music in the 70s, and the Endless Summer album is the album that everybody just seemed to have. And I started, and I bought that album with one of the first jobs I ever had. I, I had a little bit of cash, and it was like one of the first albums I bought. And... It just seemed like everybody had the album. I'd go to my uncle's house. There it was. I'd go to uh, my friend's house. You know, no matter what, there was that yellow, uh, you know, album sitting there. Anyway, it started from that, and then I had this big desire to go see them in concert in 1978, and and they were already sold out. So the next year, I made a big point. I said, I am going to go see the Beach Boys next year, and it was in the spring of '79, and I was just blown away by the show. And I was I was all nervous because I'm not nervous, but I was you know sometimes you go to the shows and you're like oh I don't have all the albums I'm not gonna know all the songs well I knew every song even though I didn't have all the albums yet, and that following winter back in those days uh, acts used to do these week long engagements it was kind of like a Vegas thing, even though it wasn't in Vegas, and they played a theater downtown for a whole entire week. And I managed to win tickets to one of the shows, and I forget the circumstances now, but I ended up seeing three of the shows in one week, and I couldn't get enough. And uh, it's been every opportunity since then. It's an embarrassing amount of uh, times I've seen them. (laughs) Um, Jan and Dean, I remember seeing them like six months later in 1979, I think it was, or four months later, whatever it was. But... I just remember having the most fun at those shows, and I was like, I, I can't imagine ever having more fun at any other show. And it's kind of true. It, it remained that way. I've, lo- I've seen a lot of acts, believe me, over the years, but I never have more fun than when I'm at a, a Beach Boy or a Brian Wilson show. Absolutely. Very cool. And didn't you have Brian Wilson on the show for like 
15 seconds one time. <laughs> I think it was about 50 <laughs> seconds, maybe a minute. Uh, we had interviewed Jeffrey Foskett, who was, who was part of the Beach Boys band. He was a part of Brian's band. Anyway, we were doing an 18-hour Beach Boy Marathon right here on BWC, and uh, Jeff actually remembered me, and I think I don't think I knew it was coming. He called me from wherever Brian was playing that day, and they were, you know, hanging out at the hotel or the dressing room, whatever, and he called, and he says, hey, I got Brian right here if you want me to put him on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the recording somewhere, but I, I really, I, I turned into a uh, a fan, and I just, I was, I, I was you know, tongue-tied a little bit, but it I was... I can imagine. It was cool. Very cool. Well, not many people can say that, so... Yeah. I would like to have met, met him in person. That, that never happened. I've met Mike Love and uh, Al Jardine and Bruce Johnston, but not uh, none of the Wilson brothers, sadly. Well, maybe there's still time. For Brian, anyway, yeah. We've lost Carl and Dennis. For Brian. Yeah, for Brian. Okay, so like many parrot heads, we uh, dream of um, maybe someday moving to a warmer climate or becoming a snowbird. So if you were to do this in your future, would you look for like another station or possibly an online station so you could continue Island Time Radio Show because, I mean, you are at 21 years. You don't want to break your record, you know. you got to keep it going. Yeah, if I if if uh, if I end up being a snowbird, meaning we'd go to Florida for a month or two, uh, a yep. year, I uh, would love to continue the show. Now I don't know if the radio station here would let me keep the show because I'd be gone for so long. I don't I don't know how that would work, but oh yeah, that's a per good point. Perhaps, and I talked to him off the air because you got me thinking about it now, Linda. I talked to Mark Woods <laughs> off the air. And he said, yes, Surf 97 would let me do the show down in, in Flagler Beach. So, so maybe what we could do oh, is wow. do the show there and then uh, get it back to Cleveland. But that's down the road yet, so I won't yeah. get too involved with that just yet. But that's a nice thought. It's a nice thought. I mean, after 21 years, it's going to be hard to give it up one day and just say, oh, I'm done. So, you know, you might have to keep continuing it no matter where you are. And you have options. You have friends in high places, so... As long as I'm physically able to do uh, the show, I, I'm going to plan on doing it. And maybe we'll do it from Flagler Beach. Wouldn't that be exciting, actually? That would be exciting. Okay, so uh, rumor has it that you've had nightmares about dead air during your show. <laughs> so I am here now to help you with overcome that. So, like, for the next minute, we're going to be really silent and see if you can do it, okay? No, we're not going to be silent for a minute. <laughs> There's no okay, way. Okay, 30 seconds. There's no way. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to have a nightmare anyway, about this. That, yeah, you're probably going to have a nightmare tonight about it. So, <laughs> anyways, um, I'd like to know if you have any, any, like, fun dreams about being on the radio or possibly you've had dreams with trop rock musicians that might have showed up in your dreams. I tell you what, this is, you know, it's funny. It hasn't happened recently, but an ongoing uh, theme in my dreams is that I'm either in Key West or I'm in Putin Bay. And I think that's because we talk about it and we play the music and, and it's just kind of in my head all the time. That's my theory anyway. But those two locations over and over again throughout the years have been in my dreams. And I wake up totally convinced that I'm there. In fact, one day, I remember one of the Key West dreams, I woke up and I had to go to work and I was so bummed. <laughs> I was like... 
Damn, I'm not in Key West. <laughs> but it could be a worse place to dream about. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. What yeah. about the uh, musicians? Any uh, child rock musicians show up in your dream? Or uh, I had I had one recently that we <laughs> I visited Jimmy Pampas's house. <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> it was like he lived in Key West or something, which doesn't make any sense. But I think that happened once, and I don't know. I can't think of anything specific. I, th I think I put in Bay, I was trying to go see Mad Dog one time, and I couldn't get... Remember the the theme with a, of a dream where you can't get to something? I couldn't get to Mad Dog yeah. one night or something like that. It was a dream. Well, so. dreams are weird. They're always like, when you're trying to explain it, it's like, well, I was here, but then this person showed up, but this person doesn't really live there, yeah. but I might have been there, but maybe I wasn't. Yeah. So, and I think I've, so, had, a, I uh, think I've had a dream that I was at Music in the Bay also, and I think... Uh, Probably all the Tampa Bay people and you yourself was there, so yeah. Maybe I have thought of uh, running into parrotheads in my dreams. I don't know. <laughs> That's a fun question. Yeah. <laughs> oh my fun dreams. There we go. So you've announced on the air that you were um, taking a job buyout after thirty-five and a half years in the TV industry. So you're currently getting your home studio set up for your future career so tell us what that looks like or what what the game plan is um yes i did take a, a, a buyout from my job after 35 and a half years and uh currently i am putting together a recording studio in my house and i'm trying to put together a voiceover career now or i shouldn't say career but a business uh, it may not necessarily be a full-time thing right off the bat anyway. It could be down the road. We'll just see how it goes. But I'm in the process, and believe me, uh, when I first had the idea up till now, I, believe me, there's so much more to it than I ever, ever thought. And I'm still learning, and I'm still putting things together. But um, I'm hoping pretty soon it, it'll come together. I got this foot surgery coming up that's going to delay things a little bit. But hopefully uh, you'll be hearing about it down the road. Yeah. Sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. I got some great equipment, yeah. and I've um, been recording uh, the uh, Tropical Play show on that new equipment, and it's kind of fun. Okay. So one year ago, Lisa, no, I got a couple more questions, and I'll be done. Don't you, cut me off. Wait, well, we're getting, to the, we're getting to the top of the hour here, Linda. How about we take a oh. little, how about we take okay. a little break? Okay. And then we come, we'll come back for part two and we'll wrap it up in about uh, 15 minutes. Is that good? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurling through space in a cramped metal tube With a bunch of screaming kids And really small bags of peanuts The mom starts to yell the dad starts to snore A symphony so loud I can't hear the engines roar If the world had a volume knob Oh, I'd love to turn it down I'd tune in what I'm missing I'd savor every sound Everything would be so peaceful And that would help me think And I'd make a lot of money to engage with the world. 
learn about economics, politics, sports, and whatnot. One guest screamed a little, then the other guest screamed a little, then the host screamed a little, till everyone screamed a lot. If the world had a volume knob, oh, I'd love to turn it down. I tune in what I'm missing, I'd savor every sound. Everything would be so peaceful, and that would help me think. Then I'd make a lot of money, and I'd buy the world a drink. Last night I got shot down when I hit on the girl at the bar. I said I sure hope the beer is as cold as you are. Flipped me off and screamed at me like every woman does. But in the end, it all worked out. Cause the beer was as cold as she was. If the world had a volume knob, oh, I'd love to turn it down. I tune in what I'm missing. I savor every sound. Everything would be so peaceful. And that would help me think. And I'd make a lot of money And I'd buy the world a drink And I just might change my name To Engelbert Humperdinck And I'd buy some better players So my team wouldn't stink And I'd lead an expedition To find the missing link Yeah. 
written so plainly in the words of a song. Follow your dreams, keep your eye on the ball, cover your head when the coconuts fall. Gotta get away from the stress and the strife, and booze is the duct tape of life. Yeah, booze is the duct tape of life. I spend my days in a corporate haze, knowing that I didn't belong. Till I packed up my sh. I need to find a piece of paradise where life won't drag me down. A place where I can unwind. So I live on island time. You're listening to. Ah, that's where we want to be, on the beach, right, Linda? I tell you. Oh, definitely on the beach. I'm back, right? I'm really back. You're really back. You're on the air. I was on on hold for so long. It's like, (laughs) wait. I didn't make her sit on the phone for 20 minutes now. Come on. She called back. Well, I'm glad you made up the weather report, because I I, I thought you stiffed me at an 11 o'clock time. I'm like, wait, I didn't hear the weather, but I just heard it now. There we go. It's good that you're getting freezing rain and not snow because that's so much better. <laughs> yeah, freeze. I'd rather have actually snow than freezing rain, actually. Yeah, I know that was my point. All right, I, there we go. <laughs> I'm a little slow sometimes, Linda. <laughs> All right, we got time for a couple, couple, couple more questions to on our anniversary show here. Go ahead. Okay, so one year ago, Lisa Michaels interviewed you. And she said she saw a book in your future, so I'd like to know what chapter you're on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to say toward the, it's in the second half of the book at least, yeah. Uh, half the book. What chapter? I'll say chapter uh, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to write a book, do you think? Are you, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to predict that you're going to do some freelance audiobook narrating. That would be but not awesome. actually write a book. That would be awesome. I'd love to do audiobooks. That would be great. Yeah, you'd be good at that. I hope. I, I, hear, I hear it doesn't pay much, but <laughs> what the hell? Well, what the hell? A <laughs> little bit at a time, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm just joking. But anyway, um, I would love to do that. Actually, I just don't know how many people would care about my book. <laughs> So yeah, well, it depends what you vote on, you know. Depends How you can quit your job after thirty-five and a half years and live your dream. They might like that quit one. Quit your job, move to Key West. Remember that? Wasn't there a book like that? A few <laughs> oh years yeah, ago? yeah, I think yeah, I think there was. I think I interviewed the author on the show once. Yes, yes. Okay. Cool. So, how did you get hooked up with WBWC, anyways? Well, I uh, I had a I I think I told you we. Me and my friend, Steve Zelenik, and a few friends, we would do radio shows for fun, just just for the fun of it. We would record them, you know, and have a few beers and make a party out of it. And we were doing that for several mm-hmm. we were doing that for several years. But I remember in the back of my mind thinking, well, if I ever get the opportunity, I'd like to, you know, actually do a show. It would be kind of cool. And, you know, the, the, back the, the 
the way things are now compared to back then is just unbelievable. But back then the thought was, oh, maybe I could get a small uh, powered transmitter and I could do something for my house, you know, which my buddy Steve Zelenik, he, no, he actually did it for a little while. But, I mean, it was he was transmitting, like, down the street. I mean, it was <laughs> hardly anybody hearing him. But the uh, I had a co-worker who was one of the big... Uh, students who had graduated and was very involved with the radio station for years and I was talking to him one day at work and I said well I you know would it be cool if I you know if I expressed interest and so forth and so he said yeah he says especially since you're a you know professional working in the market and all that stuff so um, what you have to do is you you have to do six months of the regular format before you can even consider doing a specialty show so I did that and 1994 and my first couple of specialty shows were were much different because i was djing the bars at the time and i was really up on dance music so the first show i did was uh, dancing in the dark it was a dance music show and it was on late night on sunday night and i did that i don't know six months or a year and then i decided to do like a 70s oldies show and i did that real short that was like two months <laughs> something like that <laughs> and then the marathons were happening so i obviously I had to do a Beach Boy Marathon, and I ended up doing, I think, nine nine of those over the years. And I met some incredible people in the Beach Boy world and even some legendary people in Cleveland without listing all the people that were on the show. But that turned into to an amazing thing, including the Brian Wilson call like you talked about. And so that's all I did for a few years, and then uh, it got to be around uh, 2000, and I started tossing around this idea that I had had back in high school of having a whole show dedicated to, uh, you know, su summer fun and island music and all that kind of stuff. And my friend Rich Breest and I had been trading some music, and we were both Beach Boy and Jimmy Buffett fans. I met him on a cruise ship, on a Beach Boys cruise, in fact, in 1995. So really, that's where the whole thing uh, took birth. And about that same time, Radio Margaritaville started up on um, on just on the computer. It was an online station initially, if you remember. And my thinking was, wow, this is actually happening now. There's actually a station that's going to do. Now, they they actually turned out, didn't, be, didn't end up being a total trap rock station, but they did play a lot more tropical things than what we're used to hearing from one station, right? So that kind of gave me inspiration. I said, wow, well, if they're doing it, I think I could try this. So I put together the idea, and I pitched it to the students, and lo and behold, uh, I did it really late for a couple of years, one in the morning. And then about two years uh, later, one of the students uh, had left, and the Monday night at 10, slot opened, and the rest is history. So there you go. Wow. Very cool story. So as much as I love being Amoet. <laughs> the inquiring minds want to know where AMO is these days. Is he missing in action, or no, what's his story? He's not make, missing in action. He uh, is still the president of the North Coast Parrothead Club. And I think what happened, well, back when he was working or doing the show, he didn't. He was like a part-time uh, worker, and his he didn't always mm -hmm. work. He didn't always work on Tuesday and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, I think he's had a pretty full-time gig that starts at like uh, 6.30 in the morning on Tuesday. So that that's kind of what ended up happening. The uh, took a abrupt halt. <laughs> and, 
Oh, yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I know. You're, well, at least you're not at the station. You're at home already. But, but yeah, I, I know. know. I know what you're talking about. But uh, that, just, that's what happened. But he's very active in the uh, the uh, North Coast Parrothead Club. That's Parrothead. right. Cool. And they've been. I gotta meet him someday. Yeah, right now they've been having the meetings virtually, uh, Zoom meetings once a month. But hopefully we can actually have a real meetings again soon, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in about a year, a year and a half now. It's crazy. Wow. And of course, the best question for last. Okay. What is the best part of being Dennis King? <laughs> <laughs> my we, favorite question we have to explain this because when paul leslie did the uh paul leslie hour podcast with me that was a question that, and i guess he, he uses that question on a lot of people that he interviews so we, linda and i have been laughing about that one um geez that's a tough yeah, one a great, he does some great questions and i picked up some questions from him so yeah i've I, asked a lot of people that so dennis is always or dk is always like Oh, yeah, you can always fall back on what is the best part of being so-and-so. I'm like, so I had to ask you, what is the well, best part of being Dennis Carey? Well, how about I say what's the best uh, part of being DK on Island Time? How's that for good? Can I change the question a little? That works. Okay. Yeah. I would say it's really great because in the last uh, 10 years or so, and with the help of Facebook and the Internet and the podcast, all that great stuff, more and more more and more folks know about the show now and uh so when we go to trap rock events uh, the musicians know know us immediately and a lot of the, the uh, fans and friends and all that do and so that's really been a, a cool thing and especially music on the bay that's probably my favorite trap rock event we've talked about that um down there it's like a, we know all the musicians we know all the fans and friends and it's just a so much fun for four days, four or five days. So that would be the best yeah, part. Definitely a great time. Yeah, and cool. we're missing it now. So. Well, I know we're missing it, but. All right, Linda. Well, be a better day soon, hopefully. Yep. Well, thank you very much for letting me interview you. It was fun. I hope I wasn't too hard on you. Did I give you twenty questions? <laughs> no, I think I got. Cut short a little bit, but I was scared that you were going to cut me off, so I just thought, well, I better end it. Well, we got to get a few more tunes in here. So, but thank you for uh, doing it. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. I got to Congratulations, twenty-one years. Thank you, Linda. Cheers to you, and uh, we will talk to you Cheers. next week. Who's on our show next week? She's she's on top of things better than I am. Well, no, I'm not because I don't know who it is. <laughs> I think it's, jeez, um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But thanks, Someone Linda. famous, I think. Yes. Okay. It's a great interview. It's coming up. Thanks, Linda. Fins up to you. You too. Bye. This is from the uh, Jimmy Buffett album, Songs You Don't Know by Heart, that just came out a few months ago. And uh, I just about played every cut now. We're down to like a couple more tracks here. This is Delaney Talks to Statues. She dances around the pool She chases cats through Roman ruins And stomps on big toadstools 
And it drives men crazy They can't concentrate And their thoughts get hazy They close their eyes at night And see her bikini And have dreams about This island Wahimi Cause she's got curves In all the right places She puts smiles On all the guys' faces Wives and girlfriends Hater guts, you know why Cause they're just jealous Of her perfect butt Yeah, she's got curves In all the right places Man, there ain't no Wasted spaces She's an island girl For the ages With her curves In all the right places 
walk around in scandalous short shorts. She makes where she's at the number one beach resort. Her million dollar smile lights up any room. And those curves of hers, well, they turn things on too. Man, she's got curves in all the right places. She puts smile on all the guys' faces. While the girlfriends hate her guts, and you know why? Cause they're just jealous of her perfect butt. Yeah, she's got curves in all the right places. Man, there ain't no wasted spaces. She's an island girl for the ages with her curls in all the right places. All the tourists that come want to date her. Take her back to the States and celebrate her. With her curves, they say she could go far. But she's an island girl and already a star. With those curves in all the right places, she puts smile on all the guys' faces. Wives and girlfriends hate her guts. Cause they're just jealous of a perfect butt. Yeah, she's got curves in all the right places. Man, there ain't no wasted spaces. She's an island girl for the ages with her curves in all the right places. She's an island girl for the ages. With her curves in all the right places. I got a week down here. I got a cooler full of beer. Two towels and an umbrella. Girl, we're gonna disappear. Walking on the beach. We're getting out of reach. Got the sun on our face, searching for the perfect place. There's a whole lot of ocean, there's a whole lot of white sand, not a whole lot of money, but I'll never be a poor man. As long as I'm thankful for what I've got and don't want for what I've not. Down the road, there's a sunny day. I'll never be far away from my favorite spot. I've been working all year to be sitting right here with the ocean and your voice whispering in my ear. We watch the water shift the sand with you holding my hand. The smell of your coconut skin. Girl, I want to soak it all in. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of white sand Not a whole lot of money But I'll never be a poor man As long as I'm thankful for what I've got And don't want for what I've not 
down the road there's a sunny day I'll never be far away from my favorite spot Gonna take this moment everywhere I go Like the river to the sea Gonna let my memories flow There's a sunny day I'll never be far away From my favorite spot And it's looking like a sunny day And we're not too far away From my favorite spot Thank y'all for singing along Cool breeze, soothing DJ voice, and good music. Besides a coconut drink, what else do you need? You're listening to Island Time with Dennis King right here on 88.3. When I was a little bitty baby, my mama done rock me in the cradle. In them old cotton fields back home.
Beach Boys, 1969, from the 2020 album, and I'm going to send that out to Jeff Sturgeon, longtime listener to the show, used to call into the studio all the time. Jeff, if you're listening, I know he used to like that one a lot, and uh, Linda was asking me about the origins of that song, because that's a really old song. Cotton Fields, the Cotton Song, in parentheses, it's a song written by American blues musician uh, Huddy Ledbetter, better known as Lead Belly who made the first recording of the song in 1940. And Al Jardine of the Beach Boys was always a huge fan of folk music, so he suggested they do that one, just as he had suggested Sloop John B., another really old folk song uh, a few years earlier. And there you go, that's the story. Cottonfield's great song. I love the uh, Beach Boys' take on it. Wes Loper, live, doing my favorite spot. That song was later recorded by the Southern Draw Band as well. Michael Eric and his brand new album. It's called Curves is the name of the song we played. The album is called Mile Zero. We had Michael on the show this past summer. And Jimmy Buffett with Delaney talks to statues from the new songs you don't know by heart. All tonight on uh, the 21st anniversary of the show. Do you believe it? 21 years. And it is time to uh, raise a glass. It is time for a social. 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 Now, over the weekend at the Putin Bay weekend in uh, Cary, Ohio, uh, J.D. Owen did, it was great. He did some Mad Dog covers. He did some Bob Gatewood covers. And he did a Mad Dog social. <laughs> I tell you what. That was awesome. So, very cool. And J.D., I've been talking, years and years we've been talking to each other through uh, Facebook and stuff. And uh, he's always wanted to be on the show, but it's like a two-hour drive for him. So, I'm not sure uh, if it'll ever happen. But he is going to send me some recordings of uh, some of his performances. So, we're going to finally get some J.D. Owen on the show. That's right. All right. It is home stretch time of the show. Party Gras should have happened last weekend in New Orleans. This year it's going to be in, uh, where's it going to be? In Louisiana? I forget where it's going to be. Texas? I've forgotten now. I think it's in Texas somewhere. Anyway, Linda, help me out here. This is the bonus track to Donnie Brewer's most recent studio uh, CD called Blues Lagoon. This is the Party Gras song on Island Time.
it again. This is Michael Eric, the Misfit Pirate, and you're listening to Island Time Radio, coming to you from the great Midwest since Y2K. Happy boat dreams! Dance around like we just don't care 
things are out of the south today The weather man says it's about 78 Sun shining bright Man, there ain't a cloud in the sky I loaded the boat up with gas and beer Man, that water's looking crystal clear And it's a heck of a day just to be alive And I've been trolling down the river Weaving through the mangrove trees And I've been casting a line out Talking to the manatee there's three feet of snow up in Chicago and more on the way. It's another beautiful flower day. got one more in there from Tall Paul tonight. Tall Paul was the guest vocalist on that particular track from the Southern Draw Band, a song called Florida Day. And uh, let's see, we had in there La Polka Roots. He's out of Hawaii way with Blue Clear Sky. That's his hot new song. The Party Gras song was in there from Donnie Brewer. The Beach Boys did Cotton Fields, the classic song, of course. And that is going to do it for the anniversary show tonight. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening for the last 21 years, and let's keep it going, everybody. We got a great show lined up next week with a great interview. We'll figure it out who it, during the week it is. We can't remember right now. <laughs> but it's going to be a great interview next week. I got a couple shows left before we uh, take a two-week hiatus for my foot surgery. So uh, let's have fun for the next two weeks. It'll just be the two weeks we're out, and then we'll be back uh, with a boot on for a few weeks. That'll be fun. All right. Fins up. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is our buddy Ken Lewis from Toronto with his take on a George Benson classic, Reason. Ends up, everybody. Catch you next week on Island Time.